Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. You need to have a good process for testing that, and that's definitely your first couple hundred dollars is, will it convert? If it converts at all and there's room to grow, you're good to go. If it's not converting at all, you got to come back, figure out, hey, what's, you know, what's my message? What's my market? What's my positioning, my offer versus my competition? You got to crack that nut first. This is the show where I bring you the best tips, tactics, and strategies for using paid traffic to grow your business on autopilot. You also hear what's working and not working right now from the top minds in online marketing so that you can get more leads and sales every day without having to empty your wallet in the process. All right, let's jump into it. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 74 of the Art of Paid Traffic podcast. Thanks so much for being here today. Hope you're having a great day, whatever you're up to. Now, before we get into today's episode, I want to welcome all the new listeners that we have here on the show Last week, we had a huge spike in downloads one day, and I'm honestly not sure what caused that spike. So if you are sharing the show with your friends or your email list or your followings on social media, thank you so much for doing that. Really appreciate it. If you're a new listener to the show, welcome. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm going to give a little background on myself and on the show here, something I haven't done really since episode number one. That was 74 episodes ago. So I've been using Facebook ads since the year 2010. And what I do in my business is I help entrepreneurs and businesses create freedom in their lives by teaching them how to create an automated system for getting leads and sales every day with Facebook ads. And in the year 2000, I started working in the world of corporate internet advertising. I work for AOL uh, in their online advertising group for five years. And then I came out here to the West Coast where I worked for Yahoo for two years in their ads group. And then I sold online advertising for companies like Vibrant Media and Funny or Die, which is Will Ferrell's online platform. And I really specialized in everything from standard banner ads to flash ads. Yes, that used to be cutting edge in the world of online advertising. Uh, video ads, I've done branded entertainment, text links, search advertising, contextual advertising, and eventually Facebook ads. So I've really done it all when it comes to online advertising. And then at the end of 2012, I stopped working for the man and started my own business focused on 
Facebook ads. And here on the Art of Paid Traffic, which we've been doing now since a little over a year now at the time of this recording, January of 2015 is when I launched the show, we explore all the different ways that you can use paid traffic to grow your business. Now, as a Facebook ads guy, of course, we talk a lot about Facebook ads here on the show, but we also cover strategies and topics like YouTube ads, Google AdWords, retargeting, native advertising, Instagram, uh, let's see what else, LinkedIn ads, sales funnels, analytics, landing pages, sales pages, how to write good ad copy, you name it. If it has to do with paid traffic and using paid traffic to grow your business, we talk about it here on the show. You're gonna hear tips and strategies for doing it better right here on AOPT. This is your one-stop shop for learning what's working right now and what's not working when it comes to using paid traffic to grow your business and fuel your sales machine. All right, on today's show, this is the first of two back-to-back episodes we're gonna do uh, here on the show to dive in and talk about metrics and measuring your paid ad performance. Not exactly the most sexy of topics you know, when it comes to paid traffic, but uber important nevertheless to understand when you're running paid traffic in your business. You gotta be understanding what your metrics and uh, your, your performance statistics are for your um, ads. And today, I'm psyched to welcome David Yeager, who's the founder and CEO of Global SEM Partners, which is an agency that specializes in PPC marketing, Google AdWords, and e-commerce marketing. And I asked David to come on here at the show because one of his core messages that he, that, that he talks a lot about is understanding and setting performance targets, specifically the psychology behind setting up performance targets for lead generation in your business. Now, today we get into things like um, how to build your marketing to scale using key metrics, why setting performance targets for your paid traffic is the foundation of growing your business. David shares the concepts of back against the wall and laughing to the bank and how to use these concepts for the best results possible in your paid advertising. We talk about how much you should spend on your ads to get the best ROI possible. And he also shares tips and strategies for tweaking your sales funnel for better results. All right, let's go hang out with David. Hey, David, welcome to the Art of Paid Traffic. How's it going, man? Great. How about yourself, Rick? It's going great. Thanks for coming on today. Really excited about this conversation because it's actually been quite a while since we've devoted uh, an episode to metrics and understanding what you should be looking at or what are being clear, I should say, on what you're looking at and why you're doing your paid traffic for your business in the first place. And I really want to get your, you know, your opinion on setting up performance targets, the psychology behind setting up performance targets when it comes to gener- generating leads for, uh, for your business. Tell me more about that. Sure. So the biggest challenge that we have, and I've, uh, I currently run a marketing agency specifically for AdWords, and I've dealt with hundreds of different businesses. And the biggest challenge that we've had as an agency and that clients have that they don't necessarily realize or business owners don't really realize is they don't have accurate performance targets. They don't realize what is actually going to drive revenue for the business. At the end of the day, uh, you know, what we all care about is how much did I spend this month and how much, how much is coming back to me and being able to take that and translate that into the web, the web language, conversions, phone calls, leads, CPA, quality score, CTR. And there's just so much floating around. There's so much detail that muddies it up that it makes it extra that, that, that we just get sometimes get so sucked in the weeds that we just forget about why we're doing the marketing period and we and and again it's not always easy to track back okay what's what is an email 
email? What is a click? What, what do these things mean to my business? And what is it worth to me? And so that's kind of where we, you know, where we start everything whenever mm-hmm. we talk about any business. Yeah. So let's actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's what I was just going to ask you. So when you initially had that conversation with, uh, if you're bringing on a new client, somebody's looking to start paid traffic for their business or a new campaign or what have you, what is that, what does that conversation look like? Take us through that. Sure. So basically the conversation starts off with, uh, we talk about, hey, what, what type of business do you run? And we all run different types of businesses. There's e-commerce businesses. Uh, there's lead generation businesses. So in e-commerce, you have a transaction happening online. And in that scenario, uh, you're able to track, hey, if I spent X amount of dollars, I got X amount of sales directly tracked back, or I can track back a percentage of those back to my spend. In lead generation, uh, when you're running a business where you're closing people over the phone, you're you're closing them through longer sales cycles, oftentimes the initial touch points isn't necessarily, like you can't put a dollar value on, hey, well, I can track it in my Google Analytics how much I made off of every single lead. Mm-hmm. That's not so easy. And in that scenario, uh, you use a step removed where you create a, an averaged out value per per lead, and then you back that, okay, so if, my, if I'm making X amount per lead on average, then we back that out into um, you know what you're able to pay per click, what's your landing page conversion rates, etc. On the e-commerce side, we do a very similar a similar exercise. It's just um, because you because you can see in you know technically you're able to see hey I spent X I made Y in a very easy scenario. So you're able to adjust your bids. You're able to adjust your targeting to focus on your high. You can play around with like average order values as well, which is sometimes a little bit harder with lead gen- with if you're running lead generation business. Mm-hmm. Um, there, that's a longer sales cycle. That's, yeah. hey, I have to look at my marketing. I have to look at my messaging. Who am I attracting? Whereas with e-commerce, it's simple. It's, hey, don't spend $40 to make $400. Spend $40 to make $800. And while you're at it, don't spend $40. Spend $100 to make 800 because you're making a lot more money there. And let's do a lot more of that. So that process, really walking people through, um, we're scared of really, it's a scary conversation for people. That's honest truth. I find a lot of people, it's A, it's an unknown. What do I really make off my business? And you got to know your accounting side, which uh, I know as a marketer, I hate the accounting stuff, but that, that P, you really have to know the numbers. And most people have a pretty good idea of what their margins are and what they're, what they're actually making off of a single sale. But you really have to start there and walk through that process. So I'll give you a, 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 a two imaginary scenarios because we talked about e-commerce and lead gen. Cool. Uh, so one, one imagine, well, let's, let's imagine we're, I don't know, we're launching a Shopify business. Uh, you know, we've sourced products in China and we're starting off. Um, and we'll, let's just even say we don't even have any data, which makes it a heck of a lot harder. When you have data, uh, when, when, you're start, when, you, when you're not just building up projections, but you know what you're doing, it's pretty easy. But when you don't have data, it becomes very scary because you have to learn that as you go along. So I'm running an e-commerce business. Let's say I'm selling, let's just say baby products, right? So I'm buying my, my baby products from China. I'm marking them up by you know, three times. So, and, and, then I'm, I'm then, and then I'm selling my products here. So basically what we do is we say, okay, Miss, you know, okay, Mr. Business Owner, okay, partner, uh, let's walk through what we're actually able to, to spend to make that sale. So let's just say our average sale on the site is going to be $20, right? So we're going to say, okay, um, if the average sale is $20, your average margin is roughly, um, is roughly let's say, you know, 66, 66, so you're actually not making $20, you're making 14 so 
if you and if you take out your shipping expenses and everything else, you're going to be left down to about twelve or ten, mm-hmm. right? So basically, a break even or a back against the wall number. If you were just trying, you're launching this new business, you want to be able to see sales just to prove to yourself that the inventory that you bought isn't wasted or that you should be spending more money, right? So your back up against the wall number is. I don't really care about making profit. I need to prove to myself uh, that this channel works, that this business works, that the strategies and tactics that I'm using work. So if I spend $10 to make a $20 sale, that's my backup against the wall. I'll do it because I need the sales. I'm not making money, but at least I'm getting the sales and at least I'm proving it to myself. Sure. And then you're laughing to the bank number is at what point when you're spending X amount of dollars per sale, when you start as you start discovering what's working and what's not and you dial it in, what point do you say, okay, forget about budgets. Let's not spend, you know, let's not keep ourselves to our initial $2,000, $5,000, $10,000 budget. What's the point where we say, okay, now let's, we have our ROI targets. If I spend X and I make Y, I'm laughing to the bank. I'm like, oh my God, let me give me as much as, of this as possible. Sure. And, you know, so different businesses have different margins. Some, so a lot of, a lot of people ask me, well, okay, what should that be? So I say in e-commerce as an example, I'll just say typically you'll look at about 50%. But it really depends on what your competition is willing to spend and pay. So uh, it really depends. But a, a you know fifty percent net margin uh, after your advertising costs is is oftentimes a nice place to start. Uh, to, again, some industries are a lot more competitive. If you don't have as good margin as your competitors, or if you don't have as good of a brand, you may you know you have to be realistic. Again, mm-hmm. where the what I tell people is. You know, well, laughing to the bank, I want to spend as little as possible to make as much as possible. No, that's not true. All you care about is maximizing your net, like what you take home at the end of the day. And therefore, uh, you know, you got to look at like, what are your competitors spending? Just imagine you're sitting in a line and you've got customers coming through the door and whoever's willing to pay the most per customer is the guy that gets the most customers. So obviously you're going to pay the most that you can. So when I say laughing to the bank, it's laughing to the bank, but it's not laughing to the bank, but you know, I'm being cheap. If you're being cheap, you're not going to be in business on the marketing side. That's yeah. not how, so, how companies win. So let me recap that first of all. So just for the, for the scenario of back against the wall, you are, and, and if we have no data from which to work, like we're, we have no history as far as, um, you know, previous ad spend and sales and so forth. So you have a product, let's just say it's $20. It's <clears throat> costing you, uh, in, in the end, you've got to be making at least $10 to break even on that. So you know that you can, uh, spend on your paid traffic up to $10 to get that one sale to break even. Okay. And then for laughing to the bank, as you call it, I love that, by the way. If you're laughing at the bank, you are you're, you're making money on that, and your margin, as you mentioned, roughly around fifty percent after the ad costs and so forth. And then it's just then it's pretty much just you know give me as much as I possibly can because I know I'm going to be making that money back and laughing to the bank along the way. Now, along along those lines, as you're figuring that out, as you're running and testing that out, are you how much of that like where are you pulling the the levers, if you will? to try to increase that that return on the spend that you're doing? Are you looking at the funnel? Are you looking at the ad itself? Are you looking at everything? Talk to me a little bit about that. Sure. So uh, frankly, I think some of the other, uh, some of the other episodes, some of the other uh, speakers that you've had on, uh, and, uh, on AOPT uh, tackle the funnel a little bit more aggressively. Mm-hmm. We, tend to fu- we tend to use this. We have like a baseline. Does this pass the gut test of, do you, you know, will this convert? kind of thing. And then once I have a will this convert gut check that yes, it'll convert okay or decently, um, then we're really looking at the levers on the media buying side. Uh, it's I, I definitely recommend we do occasionally we'll do for clients, we'll go through the whole funnel, we'll we'll do some, and we've got some crazy returns. 
For us, typically, we're spending most of our time on the media buying side. But again, both are true. Both the funnel and the sure. and the media buying are pieces that you want to work on. You just the thing that um, we try to again get the funnel to the point where it's acceptable, where you can scale, where you can you can take profit in. Yep. Uh, because if you're throwing traffic, if you're just burning traffic just to test your funnel, it gets very it, it's painful. It's antsy. Uh, you know, it's a lot easier to make some tweaks to bids and change ad copy on pay per click campaign than it is to say, well, um, let's test five variations of, of of our landing page or our product pages, and you know, two months from now, after we spend ten thousand dollars, we'll figure out the winner. Uh, yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot harder to to eat uh, on that side. Sure. So when you say you're you're, you're spending your time on the page traffic side on the traffic side that's what you're talking about is you know doing different variations of the ad and, and so forth from there is that right yes that's correct okay. again it has the site obviously has to have the ability to convert sure. uh, i mean you know you need to have a good process for testing that and that's definitely your first couple hundred dollars is will it convert if it converts at all and there's room to grow you're good to go if it's not converting at all you got to come back figure out hey what's you know what's my message what's my market what's my positioning my offer versus my competition you got to crack that nut first uh, before you even get you know really get to start scaling it sure now, one of the things that I hear from my students and from listeners and, uh, quite a bit is, you know, one of the challenges they have is that they're looking at all different types of metrics. And, you know, what I like to do and what kind of what we're talking about here is really simplifying it down to understand what is, what is the one or two metric that you need, that, re, that you really need to, that you're really trying to go after so that that's what you can be measuring in your, in your, in your, in your traffic campaign. So, Let's. We talked about e-commerce. Let's talk about lead generation. You know, what is that one or two metrics that, if if you're looking to generate leads, let's just say I'm trying to build my email list so that I can in turn sell something else. What are those one or two metrics that you're looking at? What What are you focusing on? Sure. So we try to dumb it down. I think in every single channel that you're in, uh, if you're owning, for example, the performance on the media buying side, uh, you're trying to say, hey, look. I want to. I want to do all the pay per click, or I want to do Facebook, or I want to do any of the traffic channels. You need to dumb it down to just, hey, what's that metric that looks that's in my dashboard? Are my campaigns overall meeting it, and are different elements, you know, meeting or exceeding it? You need to have one, like one piece that one lever, if you want to call it, that that's at the core, and everything else, and that's your KPI, and everything else is. Uh, simply just you know just uh, just information or or nice indicators, but it's not your key performance indicator. So sure. for that side of things, we tend to tend to look at cost per lead. Yep. Um, just because you know if we you know we'll we'll talk about setting the lead the lead cost the the lead performance targets in a moment, and that's I think key to uh, you know to, to really to really scaling up the paid media so in lead gen uh, I'll, I'll take it away if you're uh, okay with it right go for it yeah <laughs> uh, so in lead gen uh, basically right so the challenge with e-commerce it's easy I spend ten dollars and Google Analytics tells me that I make 20 that I make 50 that I make a hundred with lead generation it's a bit of a longer process because you have to know what's a sale worth to me and then that goes into let's just say Rick you have Let's just make up, for example, that you have your your Facebook course. Let's say you have a coaching course. So you have your two hundred dollar product. You have your two thousand dollar product. You may even have your twenty five thousand dollar product. And it's like, well, what what's a lead really worth to me? And that's mm-hmm. a really tough question to answer. Unfortunately, that I think needs a bit more data. Uh, and when you're talking about like a typical lead gen, like a typical funnel that let's say you or I would run. Uh, you need to throw a lot of leads at the at the at the plate to really understand your metrics and understand sure. what a lead is worth to you. 
Um, but to, to just dumb it, I guess if you want to call it dumb it down, you need to start with what's your sale, like what's, what's your average sale per, per you know, what, what's your product. And again, it ranges. So you have a $200 product, you have a, you have, you have a, you know, let's say a $2,000 product or a $20,000 product. You need to say, Hey, okay. So what's, um, if I, you know, take almost like the median, like what's the median? If 90% of my sales as an example, come from, come from my 200, my, my $200, uh, my two thousand, my my my, uh, my two thousand dollar product, but you know twenty percent is coming from my two hundred. Then let's just then your median is your average customer is worth to you about eighteen hundred dollars. Sure. And then once you have your average customer, um, your average customer value, you can then break that back into okay, what's my email? What's my conversion rate from let's say email lead or sign up lead back into uh, into a customer. So if let's say 1% of my, you know, and again, you need to make sure you do your timing, right? So for example, if, you know, in your scenario, your, or my scenario, we're building a relationship first. So it takes like three months. So you basically have to look at what's my conversion rate, you know, from my business, from when I started till up to about three months ago, how many leads did I get in? How many customers did I get? And that will give you a rough baseline. Hey, what's my, you know, what's what what's my conversion rate from uh, from email to from email lead to actual customer? And then let's so as an example, let's just say it takes a hundred email leads to get an actual sale. As an example, so in that scenario, you're now your revenue number for your customer is like we said your average customer value is eighteen hundred bucks, and then so your average your average value per lead is going to be eighteen hundred divided by a hundred. So that's eighteen dollars, which is. And that in our made-up scenario, that's actually really, really high. Sure, uh, I sure. think most, you know, a lot of the people in running in our space uh, are quite a bit lower. Yeah. But that's basically that's where you, um, on a very basic level, setting what's a value per lead. That's how you do it. So how do you? There's it's a lot of numbers there, and um, you know, I'm gonna have uh, Charlie and Keith from Segmetrics here on the podcast coming up here to talk a little bit more about. Uh, tracking metrics and so forth. How do you? There's a lot of numbers there that you just that you just mentioned, David. How do you track that? I I have a just a Google Doc spreadsheet that I've set up that has formulas in there that I can just plug in numbers, or my VA can plug in numbers, and you know it'll tell me it has the formulas there to tell me some of those things. How do you track that stuff? So what we do is we try to dumb it down as quite as much as possible. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll at least at least to start. Once you get on and you go crazy, the guests will use you know fancier platforms. But typically, um, we're starting with just an Excel spreadsheet um, exercise uh, that really walks through both the e-commerce and lead gen sets our performance target, either our cost per lead on the e-commerce side, on the lead generation side, mm-hmm. or on e-commerce. We have a couple of different ways of setting performance targets, but it's one key target that you can track easily, uh, generally in Google Analytics, okay. and then. Um, so we're typically just using Google Analytics, and we're starting basic, uh, and then and that's that's pretty much how we go. Again, keeping it as simple as possible, so we're all focused on the same thing. Cool, cool. I think that's one of the real challenges, as I mentioned before, is that we, you know, there's a very it's very easy to overcomplicate things when we're talking about, you know, what do I want to focus on for my campaign, and I, and I love how you're talking about this and really kind of keeping it simple, breaking it down, having that one key performance indicator, that one KPI that everything else is going to be sort of, uh, you're going to be able to, to use as your main lever, as you put it, to, you know, if, if that's not working, if, if, the, if that KPI is not kind of what you were hoping for, you can pull other levels in the, in the, in the system here to try to get that KPI um, to, to improve upon it. 
what else am I missing here? And just kind of a general question about what else am I missing here? I mean, I think that you, this is, you, you've really nailed it. This it seems like, uh, you know, a, a simple conversation, but uh, it's scary, honestly, for most people to talk about it. So I think this really covers, like, this is the prerequisite to being successful online on the internet. I mean, there's so many people that blunder their way into success, but if you're trying to plan your way and increase your odds, just tackling this quote-unquote simple process is huge. Yeah, and, and, and as, as we've talked about maybe before we, we got recording here, I mean, this really is the base. This is really is the foundation that you need to have in order to be able to build your marketing to scale. Like you got to have a knowledge of these metrics and, and what we're talking about, kind of in, in keeping it simple along the way, but you got to have this as a foundation in order to build things out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's not sexy. It's not necessarily fun. It's hard work because you got to go and look through your, you know, okay, well, what did I actually get in terms of customer sales? What's the, you know, what are the numbers at? But uh, it's just, it's super duper powerful. Yeah. It really, it sets the, it's basically if you, it allows like when you start now or, uh, you know, launching your first campaigns or your next campaigns and then you, you, you give yourself a, a month or two, that gives you, it gives you what to measure yourself against. Sure. Otherwise you just run that rat wheel of, well, you know, what are my quality scores? What are my relevance scores? What are, you know, CTR? Again, there's so many metrics out there. And just keeping it simple, like at the end of the day, what did we do? What did we not do? Yeah, I love it. I love it. David, this is such a great conversation. Um, let's wrap up here. Where can people uh, connect with you online? What's the best place for, uh, for people to reach out? So uh, you can go to my website, globalscmpartners.com. Also, Rick, I'm going to try to make it available on like the homepage of my website. Okay. I actually have that Excel spreadsheet I think I'd, uh, that I'd love to share with your audience. Oh, cool. Uh, just, just breaks down that. We went through it pretty quickly, but it breaks down every, everything step by step, the back against the wall versus laughing to the bank. Uh, those metrics for both e-commerce and lead generation. Cool. And that'll be on globalsempartners.com. Is that right? Correct. Awesome. I'll link that up in the show notes for today's episode. David, thank you so much for coming on here. Really interesting conversation. And uh, I appreciate you. Uh, a pleasure. Rick, always, always fun. Thank you. All right. Hope you got a lot out of this one with David. For all the sites and the links that we talked about today, make sure to check out the show notes at rickmulready.com forward slash 74. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. In the next episode, we're going to continue talking about metrics and what we should be measuring with our paid traffic. We're going to get a different perspective on this topic from Charlie Vellelli and Keith Parikh from a company called Segmetrics. They're going to join me to talk about understanding the value of a lead and using these metrics to really dial in on determining how much you should be spending on your paid ads. Really fun conversation with those guys. So until then, keep testing your paid traffic to find out what works for you and your business and then do more of what's working. And I'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.